Fuck you, plant. Fuck you, fucking 20-inch screen. <laughs> uh, you fuck you, you fucking stupid fucking balcony. Shut the fuck up! Fuck you the most! All right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Get some fun in this bitch. I thought this was a family show. Oh, it's a family <laughs> show, all right. It's a family show. The of... Manson family. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking fanciest of shows we've always had here. I would and... watch a children's show if it was just like a spoof of the Mansons. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the Manson show. And no, it's just Muppets. Like, uh, little Mansons. <laughs> <laughs> what seems to be the problem? Well, some of these people just don't agree with us. <laughs> Let's murder them. <laughs> fucking kill them. Does murder and tickle? I don't know. <laughs> Let's just make them sleep a very long just time. Just tickle them with the knife. It'll be fun. <laughs> Can you find the hiding child in the living room? Is it here? No. Is it here? This show is writing no. itself so quickly. Yeah, it's 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 just gonna it's just gonna, gonna happen. Just We're gonna make sure nobody at the WB hears about this. I know. Just steal our fucking ideas. No, man, this is copyrighted. Fuck you guys. This is Watch Your Mouth Podcast owned. <gasps> Plus, it's CW. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, all right, welcome kids to another episode of the Watch Your Mouth podcast. This is episode 46. Mm. And just so you know, we'll uh, go into it a little deep here. But uh, first off, I'm Dan Kirk. And with us here is Critter Spears. Hello. And a very, very special guest. Not Our a very special guest at all. New best friend. I actually just uh, found these guys. I broke into their home and in the middle of stealing their stereo, they were like, hey, you know, you... You look like you're probably pretty entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know that the fact that you're holding us at knife point, you know, it, mm. it, it kind of makes us uh, want you to be on the show more often. That's so. why I wanted your stereo because I can't afford a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Mr. Eric Martin Gay. Pleasure to be here. Hey, buddy. Thanks for being here. We yeah. we are happy to have you on. It here. is a long time coming. Yeah, man. It's been a while. So it has been. fuck yeah. I'm glad you're here. But uh, nonetheless, uh, let's do a little uh, housekeeping, get rid of some of the shit and tell you how to find us on the interwebs. Uh, first off, if you want to check us out, you can find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, also on, uh, you know, oh, fuck. See, I've already fucked it up. Yeah, already. Yeah. Already. Fucking God damn it. Visit our site, WMPodcast.com. Uh, visit, uh, visit our Facebook page or Twitter at WYMShow. Correct. That um, is correct we also are on SoundCloud and iTunes if you want to check out the show. Yeah, just use the search bar, search Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Uh, yeah. iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, iTunes, bro. iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, uh, I found out we're on Stitcher as well. We weren't even trying and we're there. What the fuck is Stitcher? Stitcher is actually it's a the giant podcast station. Yeah, and Stitcher is actually more based towards uh, Android phones. Oh, okay. So, yeah, somehow we're there. I don't know how, but thank you, Stitcher, for putting us up there. We appreciate it. Oh, they found y'all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's always nice. Isn't it wonderful? So, uh, anyhow, let's get into this uh, little fun episode. We're actually going to take our shoes off and jump into this bounce castle, as it is to say. As, as you can tell, it's as already a... all over the place. Oh, uh, fuck yeah, dude. This is episode 46. Um, yeah. We are back from our break. Oh, yes. The break is over with, unfortunately. I love the breaks. But the break was I nice. I mean, the show is a lot of fun, but the, it, you just need a little decompression from it a little you bit. You do got to breathe, okay? The, and life gets in the way. You got to just kind of fucking, uh, it, it, you need that time. 
You don't have any time, Eric. You, you, you no, know. I clearly no. I, I time is. I don't have time. I don't have sleep. Time is an anything. illusion. <laughs> Death is but a doorway. I'll be back. <laughs> that's Zool. awesome. Oh, that's awesome. I opened Fan. my refrigerator. Well, that was actually uh, that was Vigo. <laughs> oh, that's true. Shit. Oh, what kind of fucking nerd am I? Uh, you know, dude, I don't know the difference between Ghostbusters one and two. Ghostbuster King is sitting over there. I'm talking not Ghostbuster about. King. I'm just a big fan. Yeah. Big fan yeah. of Ghostbusters. Well, it, King of the room in Ghostbusters. How about that? Oh, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take, take that, King take... of the Room because I do not want to put it out there for someone to challenge me in Ghostbuster like trivia because that that's a tough thing. Actually, yeah. you know what? We're gonna throw it out to you fans. Please feel free to throw up trivia questions that will fucking boggle Critter's mind on the Facebook. <laughs> like the that most would be obscure. Great. Like who was the main grip for Egon? You know, like. Uh, <laughs> How many hours did it take to actually animate Slimer? You know, what, uh, how many breasts did... Uh... Actually, you know what? I've got a great one. Okay. I want someone to research how did they do the ghost in the li- library. The mm. librarian ghost that um, scares the shit out. They dug into Mother- my deepest fear. <laughs> they dug into my deepest fears and pulled out that library because no. that's what they did. That's his fuck that that's his thing. That's that his, was his he, thing I was I've, I've been afraid of my entire life. And then yeah. they came out with the Ghostbusters remake and that became your new biggest fear. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Oh. I mean I'm I'm I'm, it's like I'm, a I'm nervous. Libraries. I'm nervous. I mean I just watched Paul Feig's uh spy. It was kind of funny. You know, that's a Melissa McCarthy movie. Yeah. Um, Jason Statham's in it, too. And then, yeah. like... Jason Statham. Um, <laughs> Jude Law's in it. I mean, it was Ooh. it was okay. Okay. That's but, a lot of man in that movie. But it's uh, it's definitely... I don't know. It's, it's like it's, kind it's, of gross it out Is it reaching a little bit yeah, for well, it? It's, it's... I don't know, man. Just no. It's you, funny at times, but right. it's like... I don't know. Like, Ghostbusters, I, I guess I just have it on a higher pedestal, so I'm just... Yeah, well, let's, let's move past that. Let's move past that. Yeah, yeah. yeah no problem. My no apologies. Problem. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody out there. You son of a bitch. This is God. all part of the, bound, the Bounce Castle. The yeah, bounce this, castle. Is, this is the madness. A yes. Bounce Castle episode is usually when Ken's gone. We miss him. We love you, Ken. I anyway. Don't, I don't miss him. I don't either. Fuck that guy. <laughs> son of a bitch. I, I miss him so much. He works I, his computer, and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck I'm doing? <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> I thought I deleted everything. Like, oh fuck, I did something. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. He touched one key. Fuck. I stopped I, the track and went all the way back. Ken, it was it was it was madness. And I, we I, started kicking his ass for about thirty minutes before we realized he yeah, didn't delete yeah. anything. No, he was. But, we, you know. we let him slide. He's only bruised, bruised, bruised. I'm bruised. Yeah, bruised. I'm bruised. I'm bruised. Bruised and bleeding just a little bit. He can still talk pretty we well. We beat though. him till he bled, and then we beat him for bleeding. Yeah, that son of a bitch. On the carpet, no less. So anyway, I'm a little thirsty now after talking about All that right. shit. All right. Let's get our drink on. Yeah, let's get our drink on at the, uh, what was that? What was it? The Yacht Club? Larry's Landlocked Yacht Club. There it is. Which that's is now it. a strip mall. <laughs> <laughs> With strippers. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's why it's the strip mall. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, here we go. Yes, the cocktail du jour. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we actually have two cocktails. Um, uh, believe it or not, Eric, being the super beast that he is over there, <sighs> brought a cocktail in here. And we'll let you go first, if you don't mind, Eric. Oh. So the idea here with our cocktail du jour is we explain what the cocktail is, name it, uh, then explain what we do to make the cocktail. Which well, is why I named mine Larry. But, yeah. uh, but- <laughs> I'm at uh, somewhat of a disadvantage because not only did I not invent this cocktail, but I did not name it as well. That's okay. Um, that's, okay. that's okay. We didn't. That's okay. We Most don't make of these, any yeah. of this. We just steal the shit off I the got, internet. Yeah. Pinterest and all that. You know, gotcha. actual people do work. We just repeat it and try and send their shit out Except there. Except Larry. 
Yeah. My friends, my friend, like, there's a story behind that. I didn't make it up, but I... It's we, in one of the episodes. You just got to listen to the show. No, You'll no, find no. It. I, yeah. I actually watched the Larry episode, or listened to but, the Larry episode. I watched it. It was really kind of yeah, hard. you must have been fucked up. No, Can I, I was, buy uh, some I was stuff watching you? The, I was watching the Spotify things. Uh, really, I'm a simple person. That keeps me well entertained. I can fucking see sounds, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. All right. Uh, I can thanks to the power of the internet, Duh. I am now capable of seeing sounds. No shit. But uh, today, uh, we happened to bring in a uh, bottle of uh, bone spirits bourbon which is a small distillery out of texas uh that you can actually get in new orleans if you're a local person uh that was the bourbon of the month at the bourbon house in new orleans but awesome. they also ship out a bunch of places you'll have to check their website for that uh actually traditionally a cocktail uh, originating out of new orleans that uses uh whiskey okay uh, rather than bourbon however you know whatever uh we're gonna make a couple of enemies today it's okay it's no problem <laughs> yeah. we do what the fuck we want on this show okay yes. well, those those are bourbon slash whiskey slash whiskey ey nerds <laughs> i wouldn't worry about those nerds because we're, we're all nerds at heart that's so. the kind of people that may uh, that you make instant enemies if you put ice in something you know look uh, anyone that gets upset with us because we're fucking swearing for charity we're a swearity yeah, that's and we're swearing for the clean water fund okay you know oh man yeah. we almost just glazed right over that i thought about it buddy. like a glacier i know of oh, clean water yes would have been missed <laughs> it's a pertinent topic to talk about while talking about the the drink du jour oh so, yeah the uh, fucking cocktail you know, so yes it is the clean water fund uh make sure you check them out at cleanwaterfund.org uh they're helping get clean water out to everybody oh yeah it's there it is fucking... ken you're welcome yeah <laughs> Just cut that bitch right in there, Kenny. Thanks, or don't, buddy. wherever. It fits. Yeah, take, he's not going to do anything I take at all. one step into this room and I make it mine. Yeah, it pretty much. <laughs> that is pretty much. Welcome so, to the Eric Gay Podcast. Do it, We're Eric. now swearing for my charity. Uh, <laughs> swearing for me to keep yes. doing what I want. Yes. Pain. So tonight we have the Sazerac, which is a cocktail uh, straight out of New Orleans. Awesome. Um, and it is it consists of, in a rocks glass or an old-fashioned glass, any uh, or anything, because you're an adult. Um, do what the fuck you want. <laughs> that is, uh, it's one one jigger of uh, rye whiskey. Some people use cognac, but uh, in New Orleans, it's traditional to use rye whiskey. Actually, Sazerac rye whiskey is the traditional. Uh, and then uh, what you do is, what most people will do, is that they'll take a little bit of absinthe, which is legal nowadays. Fantastic. And uh, they'll take a couple of drops and then line the glass with it just so you get that little taste of it in there. But it's absolutely not necessary. We didn't do it in today's. That's just the frou-frou stuff that people are uh, getting a little They're getting fancy with that little, shit. They're, ha fancy. they're having a little bit of fun with it. Yeah, and then what you want to do is you want to take a sugar cube or any sugar because it is literally impossible to find sugar cubes in grocery stores nowadays. I've yeah. tried so many times. Whole to Foods try has them. <laughs> <laughs> and probably PetSmart in the horse section. Jesus Christ. I, That's salt cubes, you motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> they have sugar cubes for horses, dude? Do they really? Yeah, they fucking love horses. Well, they fuck love horses. sugar. Oh, my God. Well, Dan, I feel like you should know your enemy better. I, I guess I should. Mm. Just definitely get some sh sugar cubes and no, you don't want no. sugar cubes. That'll make them come to you. Well, I throw them away from me. They're to divert them from me. <laughs> it's I'm a just distraction. Like, Fuck you and throw it's like it's you like know a flare for the T Rex. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking don't about. Run get to it. Who bastards away from me? Sorry. Quit, quit fucking interrupting me. My bad. Bro. All right. So Sorry. so far we got a jigger of whiskey. Uh, a little bit of absinthe in the glass, and then you place the sugar cube in there. And what you want to take is a little bit of Peixos bitters, which is a, a cocktail uh, bitters. Uh, really should be called a cocktail seasoning. It's not bitter whatsoever. A few dashes in there to soak up the sugar cube and then muddle it, which is just basically take anything that's not metal that'll fuck up your glass and just uh, kind of fricassee that son of a bitch. Give it, a, give it the old squash. Yeah, so you don't want like little chunks of sugar going in I there. I use my dick. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> Whoa, that's why these tastes so fucking weird. God <laughs> damn it, Critter. That's why he's not drinking one. You asshole. He's feeding his other one. Uh. <laughs> yeah, how you guys liking them? <laughs> I thought this tasted salty. You fucking uh. bitch. <laughs> There's your salt lick. <laughs> oh, you son of a... You I knew they'd come back to haunt me. Filth monger. You just take your uh, whiskey and put it in with the sugar cube that's been dissolved and enjoy. And, Minus uh, Critter dick. The typical uh, garnish is a little piece of uh, lemon rind. Okay. Uh, Get as much of the white shit that's underneath it off of it, because that is bitter. Like, oh, okay. That'll fuck your shit up. Oh, right. And right. Thus, thus, that is what we are enjoying today. Yeah, it was good. Decided to bring a little class, because I listen to y'all, and you're just like children. Yeah. Just children. All this fruity bullshit, Sprite and orange juice and spiced rum and this lemon This fucking shit that I we can't got. I put some hair on your chest and make you men. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well thank you that's uh, that's awesome sir thank you yes. for bringing that to our attention and like i said check out bone spirits their bourbon is fantastic okay if you're into bourbon okay. yeah. and their gin's awesome too their vodka's awesome now their gin i've actually had that that's uh G- june uh, uh moody june moody june moody that's june it. is their is their gin name okay yeah. all right yeah and it's, it is good it's a good mixing gin uh like uh, i know that there are a lot of really strong flavored gins especially right. like uh i particularly don't like bombay sapphire the blue one because right. i think it's a little strong uh to be mixed with just simple tonic water and a lemon slice or something like that but uh it's a really mixable gin so. eric's over here fucking manning it up he's like i drink this stuff straight i'm uh, over here like, i, I like gin. light beer light beer make dan happy Happy Where, feel good. Where's the peppermint schnapps? <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink that shit only when I'm not being seen by I other like people. I like to cut my Michelob Ultras with water. Because <laughs> then that way I'm getting more water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very cool. Very cool. The Sazerac. Thank you for bringing that, Eric. That's very wonderful. With that, we will get the fuck out of the cocktail du jour. All right, so we got the cocktail taken care of. I guess, um, should we just jump into the uh, dance arcade? Or No, you know what? We're Why don't gonna, we talk to this, this guest this, that we have this here? This wonderful guest we have here. Pay attention me, to me. Nah, I guess. But anyway, without further ado, I would like to introduce Eric. Eric is actually a very talented artist, and he has his own comic book out there. Mm-hmm. Out for the masses to enjoy. Eric, would you please divulge a little more about your comic? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm here. So uh, recently uh, came out with a little comic that just got uh, put up on Amazon's Comixology site, which I'm actually not entirely sure because I'm not too big into digital mm-hmm, comics, uh, right. digitally distributed comics. Um, so I don't know how popular Amazon's Comixology is, but what it is is uh, it's a company that Amazon now runs that right. does the entirety of digital comics distribution. They uh, they do Marvel, DC, Image, all the Dark Horse you know with hellboy since i've signed up for them they're like fucking throwing emails at me on yeah, sales like today really? i got an x-men one and i was like the funniest part is i just saw that and i was like oh 80 off x-men let me click on that by the <laughs> way they, they do it every week yeah it's, yeah. it's like M- marvel monday they always like mm-hmm. have a have, have a deal going on good sometimes they you. do have good deals i mean like since i've been uh checking them out you know every now and then because i'm much more into the independent publishers but uh like every now and then they'll do s- deals where like, you can get an entire series for right. like less than 10 bucks and it's like that's a deal that's like, what i'm I, fucking I like looking the for. physical comic but I, i'll take that any day of the week 
But um, as far as Comixology is concerned, uh, a little while back, they opened up what they call their submit program. OK, where they let uh, smaller uh, publishers or independents, right? Yeah. Well, uh, technically, independence is anything that's not Marvel in DC, I believe, you know, like, oh, uh, OK, not necessarily the term independence, but independent from Mar- uh, Marvel in DC. So like oh. Image Comics is, I guess, uh, still considered an independent. Really? Um, Dark Horse as well? Or? Yeah, Dark Horse. I, I mean, like, it's a huge company, but uh, I mean, like, you know, to some of the purists, I believe that uh, if it's not Marvel in DC, then it's an independent or one of Marvel and really? DC's subsidiaries like uh, Variant or something like that's that. That's a knowledge bomb dropped right there. Um, I could I be wrong, that. but that's what I, I, you know, on all the sites that I, that's what they consider like, okay, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but okay. Um, I'm talking like, you know, self-publishers because it is one step up away from self-publishing because there is a submission process and you do have to be accepted. So it's not like Amazon where like I could write 500 pages of bullshit or blank pages and put it up there on and people can just like look at it, you know. So there is a submission because yeah, there's a lot of like, like dinosaur porn. Yeah. Oh yeah. On Kindles. Or, or like I don't know why I know that. No, no we, we actually talked about that. that. Uh, we talked about that in the podcast. And like horny housewives that are you know seeing the success in Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey and like yeah. I can I can write deviant stuff you know and put it up there for nobody to read except for like their little group but, or the uh, friends you know yeah you know we're gonna have a book guys. club we're just gonna read smut <laughs> there's plenty of it out there smut it up there's smut and just get trash on bad wine yeah. uh, there you go box wine <laughs> box wine and smutting we're just reading club <laughs> magazines <laughs> drinking francia <laughs> So back to your comic. So well, about your comic here. Yeah. So uh, my comic is uh, it's called Little Odd. Okay. And you can purchase it on there. It's ninety nine cents, which is the least amount that I wanted to put it up there for free because right. in the industry, uh, it definitely is your first project is a is a resume builder for you to show other people and say this is what gotcha. I'm capable of. Um, unfortunately, because uh, Amazon uses like some kind of Apple Pay, which doesn't right. make sense to me. Um, because Amazon has their own payment system, but you have to put it up for at least ninety nine cents. So. I, I think 99 cents for that is like, you know, you're asking a little low, but that, at the same no, time, I like yeah, it. The quality's there, man. So. I, hey, I really appreciate that. But yeah. um, I mean, you know, at the same time, you know, starting out with absolutely nobody that knows. Right. It's, exactly. It's, it's absolutely something that I wanted to do is put it up there for free. And I, I might at some point and then uh, when the whole thing is out, put that up for uh, a higher price, you know. Do um, they do like a free comic Saturday or something like that? You know, maybe? I've seen some of the independent comics, uh, like, and when I say that, the lesser ones, the submit comics, I've seen some of them put up for free, but either I absolutely have no idea how it works or right. it's something that you have to make some kind of agreement with uh, Amazon to get a free thing. I kind of don't give a shit about the, like, the how the business works. Kind of what we hear about is comic. Like, this this cover is really, really, like, intriguing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's monochromatic with a couple little hints of blue um and it just says a little odd i mean it's a really cool logo too um yeah, and i'm, I'm and that's a, and that's coming from a graphic designer so that's really you know, that's a big deal that. i really <laughs> appreciate that because i i myself have absolutely zero knowledge of graphic design as a as a, a a logo process so that means a lot um but yes the comic is called little odd and uh you know the elevator pitch is that it's about a uh, pagan warrior in sweden during the 12th century that uh, is kind of having a little crisis of self and faith uh not it's not a religious book but he's kind of having a little crisis of self uh, okay. as he sees his country kind of uh, uh plunged into war and seeing everybody around him die kind of a uh, he's lost everything and now he's lost the will to even fight and uh so he meets up with a young refugee that's also lost everything and it has to do with their uh their dual opinions on the situation and uh 
starts off uh, just just uh, normally, but then okay. it very quickly uh, dips into uh, mythology and a little bit of fantasy. Not like super fantasy where, you know, there's going to be sparks flying and shit like that. But, right, uh, yeah. Very, very subtle, you know, runestones and stuff like that, your typical thing, because uh, I actually went to school uh, and got my master's in historical linguistics, and I did, uh, that's what I studied, is Norse mythology, Norse uh, text and stuff like that. Motherfucker knows his shit. I, 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 t- shit. I took a, a Norse mythology class for... Uh, to fill that whatever yeah yeah your little like arts uh you probably you went to southeastern didn't I did. you yeah you probably took the same class that uh the, that i took was it the french teacher yeah yeah absolutely. Man, she was me <laughs> motherfucker you- we could have been in the same class and i wouldn't have even known it you know uh but uh yeah, Maybe. she was she was the French teacher that just happened to know stuff about Norse mythology. But then I got the hell out of Dodge and went to uh, University of South Carolina. It, it was actually a, like a really interesting class. I it mean, really is. There, there's a lot to what I really loved about it was all the drinking contests. You going to do yeah. one of those? In here? <laughs> no, no drinking contest. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The interesting thing is, is that it's kind of getting like a like a second renaissance, the whole Norse mythology thing with the Thor movies coming out and stuff Oh, very like true. That. Yeah, I didn't think and, of that. Um, so, like, uh, a lot of people are getting really interested in that sort of thing, but the fact of the matter is, is that when you actually go and you read the source material, I feel that, like, uh, some people are a little bit disappointed because uh, Norse mythology and Germanic mythology is very subtle. It's a subtle mythology. Okay. It's not like... Thor's out there. I mean, he does kick some ass. Right, right on. Uh, but he's in a drinking contest with the world serpent. Yes. Oh, shit. That, hey, you do know your stuff. That's uh, Utgard Loki, where he he he's a drinking he's in a drinking contest, and the the horn is connected to, to the uh, to sea. the ocean. Yeah, and yeah. That's why you can't drain it. And uh, Loki, no Loki is in an eating contest against fire and stuff like, and you can't beat fire. So yeah, that. But it's all like uh, the the magic and stuff like that that uh, comes in that. Uh, in Germanic mythology is definitely okay. like uh, more naturalism and like uh, not like weaving spells and summoning lightning and stuff like that, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, fuck that, yeah, that I'd love to do that. Awesome. Yeah. But uh, I definitely wanted to write something that was a little bit more subtle and had some uh, down home. Not a lot of characters uh, because for the majority, uh, there's only the two characters. Right. And uh, as I said, it's a uh, it's a graphic novel that I separated into eight parts. So it will be an eight Ooh. issue series. So awesome. what issue are you on now? Uh, the first one just came out uh, on May 11th and uh, the next one will probably come out um, on June 19th ish. Because okay. uh, I'll be at uh, Heroes Con in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'll be handing out free hard copies to what? people. And uh, sick. Yeah. So and then uh, in uh Hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, because I got a young child at home, and so that's slowing down production. I'm hoping to get it fully done for Wizard World Con in New Orleans, because I'll have a booth at that, so I can sell the whole thing. Fucking right. Um, yeah, huh? That's what I'm talking about. Shit, yeah. yeah. Money, money, well, the, money, the, um, <laughs> the art is really, really fucking good. Um, it's Thanks, it's a monochromatic thing. Um, you guys need to go to his site and check it out. Um, but it has these hints of blue, which I find, like, nice, you know? Mm. That, is there a particular reason why you pick blue? There is. This? There is, and I can't get into it too much without spoilers. There's really two reasons. The first one is is a little bit spoilerage, but uh, I I could get into it a little. So like, uh, this might be so boring to other people, but so like in in the old Norse language, uh, they didn't have a word for black. Okay. Um, okay. So every everything like ravens were blue. Uh, like nighttime was blue and stuff like that. So well, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really. it, I major in art, and yeah. that's the same thing. They're mm-hmm. like we if we were painting a shadow, yeah. you don't use black. You mm-hmm. use blue. Yeah. And so, just 
more blue you add, the darker it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And so uh, they didn't have a word for black until actually uh, the Latin Christianity came in and started uh, muddling with things. It gets a little deeper into that in the last issue. Uh, it just comes up and it explains itself. But I mean, if we're being honest, the, the reason that I do monochromatic and uh, and the in the first place is because I am shit at colors. Hey, I know how that is, buddy, over shit here. Shit at colors, but what? I can handle gray all day long. Okay, because your, your gray game is off the fucking hook but see like that's the thing though <laughs> so i mean it's like okay so it's like if you think about walking dead it's kind of like that kind of gray game maybe yeah. even a little better the yeah, walk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the walking I, dead comic yeah the walking dead said. comic yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i'm sorry i'm uh, no I, no i thought we were in the same vein here talking no about I, I, I love the comic i'm i haven't followed the show as much the uh well with the your grays maybe a little bit better because just on the cover there's just uh like a like a lot i'm seeing like six different grays and i'm just glancing at it mm. and to pick that up at just least. in my peripherals yeah it's pretty impressive um so, I mean, like you can you can tell that like what's background, what's foreground, what's, you know, middle of the road there. And yeah. then you got your little blue highlights, which is this kind of girl's giant blue eye. Right. Well, uh, the 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 effect created by the blue highlights is uh, a, a separate thing in and of itself, because not only am I shit at color, but adding the single color uh, allows me to um, emphasize things that I want the reader to emphasize or de-emphasize things if I don't want them to pay attention to it in a way that you can't necessarily do in black and white or... Uh, well, color. Yeah, uh, not necessarily full color, because full color you get like these really bright, bright colors and it automatically draws the eye. But if I do grayscale, it, you know, in black and white art, uh, line weight is key, you know, mm-hmm. and I always tell anybody that's drawing, uh, if you can get a handle on line weight, your art will instantly improve if it's a simple line work. Uh, but once you add grays, uh, the kind of lines, uh, fall a little bit backwards. Okay. And so by adding the uh, blue highlights, uh, it allows me to just like, you know, emphasize things a little bit easier. So it makes it pop. Uh, yeah, it, you know, you definitely see the blue, uh, in the miasma of gray a little bit better. Um, so I found that that's... And it's a little bit more subtle than red. Yeah, well, actually, uh, I, I used to do a little webcomic with uh, my friend Greg uh, called Leon, and I used red in that. Um, and it was, a, it was a brighter red, but that was, that was a comedy. And uh, so it's, it's, you know, it doesn't suit serious stuff as well, because when you start doing bright reds, you think silly things uh, subtly, you know? Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's, that's fun to know. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's... Fucking red, clown, done. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> Ridiculous it, funny. Because it's not a full blue, it's kind of like a pastel, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. You know? Gotcha. Okay, very cool. Yeah, and, and like... You know the the thing is like we're we're looking at folks which you'll see on the website or on Facebook. We've got a, an image of the cover uh, for the first uh, issue, um, and now the the I'm looking at the leaves and the the flora and fauna kind of thing of it. Is this like shit that you actually like went and looked to make sure that that was actually there, or is this just from your you just picked these leaves and stuff oh like like, that? like it's actually in Sweden? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what I was wondering because I, I know you you studied over there. Yeah, yeah, and my family's Swedish as well, and uh, but yeah, uh, also like the 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 great thing about drawing nature, mm-hmm. which is uh, you know like. Uh, a lot of this book it takes place in nature. Gotcha. Um, and so the great thing that I love about nature is you could be random with it yeah. because nature is largely not random. It has purpose, but you know, when you see the tangles and stuff, it, it, it has a random. I, I, I got something random for you. Yeah. Can yeah. you curse in Swedish? Yeah. Oh, Dude, oh. drop them. Drop okay. them real quick. So, right, or whenever go. you want. Whenever you yeah, want. No, I mean, no, 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 no. Cause I came prepared for this because I was like, I, I, I was driving over here. I'm going to need the curse like, word. You need a and then I'm going to need the translation. Okay. Yeah. So you want the Swedish curse word? Yes. So my favorite 
Swedish curse word because it's just like, so one thing you got to know about the Swedes is that uh, the Swedish language relies heavily on emphasis and tones and stuff like that. Okay. So I feel that like when they curse, they really get into it because it's just naturally a part of their language that we don't. So like they have several tones that can change the definition of the, of the word. Oh shit. Even if it's spelled the same, you know, knowledge is being dropped here. It's awesome. I'm excited. So uh, my favorite Swedish curse word is helvete. And uh, so, like, you know, you can really get into it. So, like, something happens and they're like, oh, helvete. And uh-huh. that means uh, hell, literally. Okay. And they're like, they're, most of their stuff is, uh, like English, a lot of the religious terminologies that, uh-huh. become, that have become uh, curse words, as it were. Right. And so that's a good one. Another good one is uh, fawn. So he's like, like F-A-N, fawn. Fawn. And uh, that means fuck, pretty much. Oh, we're going like, to be saying some fawn up in this bitch. It, it, I, it literally, if I remember correctly, it comes from like their term for the devil. Oh, um, really? Like an older term for the devil. Uh, say it again. Fawn. 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 So it's like it's like a baby deer? Uh, no, that is a fawn. <laughs> fawn. Fawn. Well, fawn you. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the hardest one, I'll give you one more, um, because I, understandably my knowledge of Swedish curse words doesn't come from a, a university setting, so I'm very limited on the number of cursing. They should teach you. a class, though. I mean, right? really, the so fact you, that they don't is pretty, well, it's it's part of linguistics, which is, I mean, everyone curses yeah. always have. I mean, they're not the same curse words, obviously, that right. we're using now, but mm. things back then that they were curse words are just silly now. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I'm sure like in thousands of years, the, these will like fuck won't seem as like, oh, wow, that's not so yeah, bad. Probably, like kids are going to be walking. Give me some fucking coffee. OK, <laughs> here you go, kid. And hey, what, you, what, you, what you, are you fucking kid? <laughs> what do you say? What a fucking fuck. cutie. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you little Good rascal. boy. Oh, my big little man. Same Good job, douchebag. Now go watch some fucking cartoons, you shit heel. Yeah. <laughs> In the future, our show may make no sense. Or it may be studied at universities for linguistics purposes. These guys were ahead of their time. Right. Okay, Uh, last curse word. Last curse word uh, is another fuck, uh, but it's like more adjectival, like it's used as an adjective. So it's yevla. 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 Yeah, and that just is a general fuck, you know? So I could say like, Yevla Don and it's mean like fucking Dan. You oh, know? okay, okay. Yevla All right. The school, fucking school, you know. Yeah. You know oh, okay, so. okay, gotcha. It was like, all right, interesting. Yevla. 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 All right, all right. I'm glad we got that. We almost brushed past that too. I know. Well, no, but that's, that's you know, you're you're mentioning like, uh, oh man, we're breaking off the topic with the comic, but yeah, uh, I no. mean, like, obviously that's that's a huge uh, influence. You know, my family being Swedish and going over there and seeing all the rune stones and knowing all that stuff. That's definitely. But you know, the the, the story is just uh, like I feel like it it could have been told in many different forms. I just decided to choose it. Uh, you know, old Swedish stuff because uh, that's what I like the best. Mm. And I could. I fucking could, Dan. <laughs> okay, well, uh, <laughs> let's get on some technical things here. Uh, how long have you been drawing that you got to put this whole comic book together? Like, uh, So I've always been kind of an artsy-fartsy kind of person to my, oh, yeah. to my great dismay. This gentleman right here to my left, Dan, uh, I, was in, I was in a couple of his art classes. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, and good old Margie. Yeah. yeah, good old Margie. We actually went to like we met at a summer like art class. So we were just sitting in there like these I, two I met fucking in art class. Yeah, <laughs> the, dude, the, you a, get all your fucking friends at art class. Basically, except <laughs> for Ken. Ken Ken roomed with me in college, and like we were all like like we well, fuck this Kenny guy, and then he showed up, and it's like brick shit house, and I'm like, no, we're not gonna say fuck this guy. What would you like, sir? Can I get you a cocktail? As did you walk? Did you at least bond over art? <laughs> yeah, actually, Ken and I we, we bond a good bit over. Oh, yeah. bless you. I know, isn't it wonderful? But <laughs> so no, it's horrible. it's funny. We, we met in a summer art class. Yeah, yeah, basically like give your kids something to do to keep them off the streets. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, like I would have been on the fucking streets. I would have been like dead on the streets. <laughs> Hard as <laughs> shit. Eric over there with like, prison tats and shit. Right. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was good times uh, doing the art class and stuff. And I've, yeah. you know, seeing his work is, it's, it's, okay, so and bounds. when did it become like where you're like, I'm going to start doing a comic book? Because that, that's a big decision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a major Not investment. Really. Of, well, <laughs> it's a major investment of time, especially it for is, someone with a newborn. It's got to be a little Fuck bit yeah, rough dude. to find well, the time to do anything. Um, it's the, the major investment of time comes from the fact that I'm doing everything, you know, and it, it, for people that don't know the industry, um, usually uh, it's not uncommon for people to have two jobs, you know, a, a penciler, inker, whatever. Um, but usually in the big business things, um, you have a writer and then you have a colorist and then you have an inker and then you have a penciler. So there's like multiple people doing multiple things. That's the thing that is the time sink. Uh, right. But um, then you have a letterer, like letterer. Letterer. Yeah, letterer. Letterer. A person whose entire job is to to letter. write fucking letters. Yeah. <laughs> and they get paid for that. No, Dear I can't. Fucking so and so. I can't say. I can't say anything. I still like, want to be a fucking hard. anchor. I still want to be an inker. Really? Tracer. No, inker. No. Tracer. No. <laughs> Fuck anybody that says inking is tracing. Right? Fuck anybody. They don't know what they're fucking talking about. So hard, like, because you know, sometimes inkers put their own spin on the thing, and what you got in the pencils is totally not what you've got in the inking process. Oh yeah, inking is the second most time-consuming thing that goes on in this. I mean, you know, you can shut down and you can just get your reptilian brain right going on. But uh, so uh, I started uh to answer your question. Finally, I started uh doing serious comics maybe about like. A year ago, uh, I, I'd done like, you know, little web comics just for my friends inside jokes that everybody else would find probably grossly inappropriate as well as uh, <laughs> we like that shit on this show <laughs> yeah, as well as not funny. Yeah, but, some, um, someone someone threatened to shut us down on Facebook or report us or something. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, people are going to say use that. naughty language. We say naughty language, but we swear for a charity. We have a cause. OK, yeah. we're sweaty motherfuckers. Yeah, there's always someone. <laughs> But um, I started uh, a little odd, probably, uh, I don't know, maybe like January, something like that, this past okay. January. And, uh, you know, I've been uh, the first issue, I definitely got it out in a month, you know, but the second one took a little longer with newborn, but I'm still on schedule Good. Uh, for a monthly release. Um, so did you have the whole story written out or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the story originally started out as a book, which is uh, uh, why, you know, like uh, it, transferring something from a book to a comic is a lot harder than I thought it would be. That took a great amount of time. No um, shit. Yeah, because it's like the story the story arcs are different. You know, you read a book and you've got the beginning and it builds up and then you have yeah. the climax and stuff. When In comics. Yeah. Climax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, 
in comics, you know, you really have to have all of that in one comic, you know? That is very true. Um, you got to keep your readers really in, in yeah, wanting to come back for the next issue. Absolutely. And I think that um, I think that that was the biggest hurdle in, in doing that is keeping keeping that into it. But, uh, yeah, the whole story was written. You know, some parts got cut because I needed to fit it in eight parts. So I, you know, take the take the shittiest parts. And <laughs> so how long long ago did you write the book? Uh, I wrote the whole story actually a really long time ago when I was in school in Sweden over the summer and I was just like bored out of my fucking skull uh, sitting in my uh, apartment, you know, and I was just like, I'll just decide to write something, you know, so. Uh, That's yeah. cool, man. You actually embraced it. You went to, tr- you you dove in. Most artists, dove don't even, in. <laughs> most artists don't even try, man. They'll think about it. They'll come up with some. Or they'll do, a, they'll start it at a character design be like, yeah, this character. And then they'll do yeah. a little stat sheet and do, of course, What's you know, do the power story? ranking. That's, <laughs> that's like, ranking. that's about as far as I get, bro. Uh, me too, man. Why do you think I know so much about it? <laughs> Uh, whereas you've actually gone in and you've created something. There's a little bit of jealousy on this side of the room. Yeah, uh, for sure. Should, there absolutely shouldn't be. Well, no, there absolutely is. Hey, uh, hey, yeah, I mean, like, you, you got to stop you a little in this. You, yeah. Fuck you for having girly drinks. <laughs> no, nah, man, this go is... go back and forth all day long. <laughs> if not, if it keeps going back to girly drinks. <laughs> that's just... I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? That's the same type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> My repartee is on par. What are you, fancy fucking words around here? Fancy fucking words. But uh, one of one of the things um, that most people ask uh, is, you know, in in today's day and age, the the digital inking has become incredibly popular now yeah. with, uh, with all the Cintiqs and the uh, the tablets. Uh, technology has really come a long way since I first got my little shitty, you know, Wacom. Yeah, your little Wacom. fucking bamboo tablet. Yep, and so, like, fancy shit with that, buddy. Yeah, but I've never really embraced it. Uh, because like, there's always this disconnect between the pen tip and the screen, in my opinion. Amen, man. Thank Amen. you. I'm preaching it, over dude. Here. I'm fucking. And I've the got tracking, two of them. man. Just ugh. yeah. <sighs> and if you have any, if, if you have an inferior computer, also, uh, the it's really difficult because it'll lag sometimes, and that's the worst. You know, when you draw it and then the line doesn't go until like a second later. First so, world fucking problems. First world problems. <laughs> <laughs> All this technology. <laughs> So uh, I I I've always done manual drawing and inking. So I good for you, bro. Draw good everything with a good old clicky pencil with mm-hmm. whatever lead I had standing around, <laughs> and uh, ink with a dip pen. Actually, a, a, a Tachikawa G nib. Whoa, shit! Ooh. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know if I'd like. I should. Don't know what the Ooh. fuck he just said, kid. Yeah. Well, comic. Uh, it used to be that the Hunt 102. Uh, the Jesus, this shit's getting serious, yeah, man. I don't, dude, I don't know what to fucking do here, bro. So like, like, no, I'm telling you a little bit of history, man. Oh, I'm this is getting serious. This okay, is, yeah, it'll. I'll, I'll make it a, a, approachable. So the Hunt's one, uh, the Hunt 102 is a pen nib. Okay, and it, uh, it used to be the industry standard for a comic within Marvel and DC and stuff like that. Anybody who inked, inked with a Hunt 102. I'm gonna point out this for our listeners. What the fuck's a nib? A, an ink nib. <laughs> Uh, okay. it's, uh, it's like it's the nipple. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, like like the, the little nipple. It's, it's just the nipple tip of the pen. It's just the, the tip. It's the just you know. the tip. <laughs> you dip just the tip in. Just the tip, and okay. then you just stroke it light, mm. right just along. Just trying to make you line. Just make, make it nice and smooth. Mm. You got you know, Oh, I'm gonna get a little bit thicker. Right Only there. we could make art sound sensual when you're like trying to. Yeah, just draw that line right there. Darken it. Press down. Pressure. Put some pressure. You want me to cross hatch that? I'll cross hatch that. 
That's right. Let's get some stippling in there, baby. Yeah, that's get right. We're talking art. Some dirty art over yeah. here. So fucking enjoy it, kids. But uh, there's a company called Speedball that any person that likes doing ink will probably know. And they took over production of the Hunt 102. And now they're garbage, kids. They are absolute garbage. They use inferior uh, metal, you know. They bend to shit, you know, and so. Uh, so it's a shitty product. Well, it's a it, it's like if you buy a box of like twenty, maybe one or two will be good, and the rest it's just like everywhere. You oh know? man! But like everything in this world, the Asians are still doing it right, and so it's a Japanese pen nib rather. Really? Than, yeah. Oh yeah, they still use really good quality steel for the nib and. Same steel as katana swords, man. Mm. God damn it! I just watched a fucking documentary. About about the the fucking iron that they use uh fuck i wish i remember the name it was like you know they they can only get so much of it a year and they distribute it for actual people who make katanas out of it it's like the the damascus steel Uh, what's that (laughs) nakatomi tower steel (laughs) (laughs) now we're off the grid now you're fucking with my chi i gotta figure this out but continue eric no 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 no. that's that's the the end all be all just uh put a pen to paper and get going okay okay and uh, definitely, uh, it is a learning experience. But um, you know, I think I've I think I've done well for myself, being that this is my first product. You know, I'd say so. I, it's it's it looks great, man. Yeah, it does. It's a good read too. You know, I've I've read through it uh, twice now, and uh, I'm I'm enjoying it, and it's it's good. Yeah, I, I think you've got something here. Well, man. thank you very much. You know, like I said, I wanted to focus on something a little bit smaller, so I decided to keep it to two characters. So uh, the two main characters are uh, Hakon, who is a uh, like an aging Swedish warrior, pagan warrior, and uh, Adrin, who's a refugee uh, young girl that's kind of lost everything in the whole spin. And as I said, it's just the duality of their experiences and. My, I, I, you know, it sounds pretentious, but I assure you it is not pretentious. Like, <laughs> the, the, you know, I'm sitting here explaining it and I think to myself, wow, if I were listening to this, I would make, this guy sounds like a douchebag. <laughs> hey, look, man, you're a master of your craft. Okay? I'm and far you're really, from a master well, okay, of your well, craft. B- better than how most. Well, how well was your first issue received so far? I mean, it hasn't even been out a month yet. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I purposefully asked that, uh, you know, people that I knew did not rate it. You know, if you want to buy it, you want to support me and stuff like that, that's that's perfectly fine. But I wanted to see what like real ratings, real ratings from people, you know, and uh, so far all five stars. And uh, it's received, I think the last time I looked at it it was six, I believe, which is not too terribly bad for having zero, uh, zero public image, you know, and you see some of the submit uh, when you're sitting with two ratings on iTunes, okay, with like five stars, and that's great for us, okay, yeah. but we've got 45 fucking episodes out. It's, you know, it's like 46 like after this. 46 yeah. after this, yeah. Hopefully, we might get a little rating, you know, of a plus or something nice. like that. Uh, by the way, I just wanted to bring this to Tamahagami. Is this, I was so close. <laughs> it's the steel that they have uh, in Japan that they make the sword. Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi. Oh, fuck those things. Tamahogany. <laughs> you said Tamagotchi. No, I Tamahogany. Not. No, you didn't. I just wanted to. Dude, that's you like, fucking guy, you. That's like the, that's like the Japanese Matthew Mahogany. <laughs> the <Fuck>. Tamahogany. <laughs> I can't pronounce his real name, so he's just Matthew Mahogany now. <laughs> oh, McConaughey? Uh, no, Mahogany. Mahogany. <laughs> If Matthew McConaughey was a tree, that's what he would be. Matthew Mahogany. I'm enjoying this soil. Well, that's <laughs> termite, termite, termite. Oh, shut up. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, a little odd. Everyone yeah. should check this out. Absolutely. I, I mean, check it out. As I said, I apologize that it, I had to put a price tag on it because, you know, if it's worth it or not, that's fine. Right. But I'd rather, 
I'd rather the first my first venture in there. I feel like I'm give it to the masses. Exactly. You know, like uh, you don't know what to expect. You know, they give you three pages to look at and it's like, what the fuck can you know about something from that? And, you know, I I really wish there was a free option. But Mm -hmm. if you're at a do you get to pick the three pages? No, I get to pick very little with Comixology, which is uh, not necessarily like because, you know, you're the low man on the totem pole. And so I'm the bitch, you know, and so they get I guess they feel like they're you're they're doing you a favor. They definitely have the mentality that they're doing me a favor and that's, they are they are doing me a favor it's true but i mean okay so every one of these companies makes it seem like they're doing you a huge favor but you're also putting content on there yeah that's original that's like you know like some people read everything or mm. maybe completely pissed off at captain america at this point uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah i am with i'm with those people yeah. so i mean yeah. like it could be a point where i mean it can i I'm surprised that people aren't pulling Captain America like children's toys off the shelves now. They're just like, Ooh. it could happen. It's still, it's it still, could, you know, it you could. know the These... masses haven't caught on to what's going on anyway. Mm. So, folks, we're not going to get into it. We, yeah, we'll let you dig into that for Captain America because this is pretty serious shit. So you should look it up. But the point is, is like you know, with people always trying to expand everything they're trying to read. I mean, coming across independent comics, that some yeah. people that's their bread and butter. Is yeah. just like I'm going to read. I mean, there's a lot of hipsters out there that might be comic nerds that are just like, I'm only reading underground comics. And then as soon as you make it big, they stop reading you. That's the biggest reward, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the biggest reward. That is, actually. It's like, it's like they help yeah. you get there, and then they stop reading, and you're like, I'm already there. Bless those, bless those hipsters, said nobody ever. Thank you, hipsters. <laughs> yeah, but that's... <laughs> That's my that's my product. Awesome. So little well, odd. You. It's on Comicsology, uh, and if you want to uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, my Twitter name is uh, E Martin Gay. My website's uh, emartingay.com. And uh, thank you very much. Yeah, awesome. Uh, are you on Facebook as well? Or I am not on Facebook because I don't like Facebook. <laughs> really? Well, <laughs> Twitter is probably Twitter's, Twitter's it's, bigger. It's the it's the it's the probably. All around best social media network if for reaching people. Yeah, and yeah. it's it. Uh, I find that a lot of content creators in the comic industry prefer Facebook or uh, Twitter over Facebook because you know, like they don't like to be seen as an entity as much as other people. You know, they right. like to keep the communication, the discussion going. And I feel that Facebook disconnects uh, yeah, creators a lot. from there. Plus, from you can stuff. you can reach all kinds of customers, uh, like anyone that if you create your yeah. You know, you can search for little odd and people could be hashtagging that. And then oh, yeah. you can follow your own trend, which is really nice. Facebook doesn't give you that kind of information. Yeah. Also, fuck Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be sharing your content on Facebook, Twitter and all that. It. So, you because we want to get the, much. want to get it out there. It's a, it's a good comic. Everyone should check it out. It's a good read. Oh, definitely. So uh, awesome. Well, thank you very much, Eric. Font of day. Font of day. Font of May also. New. Fuck all of you. <laughs> Wow. All righty then, sir. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. All right. So uh, with that, we're going to uh, stop this uh, part of the show. We're going to go into uh, a little break, a little, uh, little relax. Uh, see, oh, you, you need a break. There's the break tone. The break, to- <laughs> the break bell has gone off. Yes. Critters burps. Intermission. Are- Intermission has begun. What a so, mighty chime it was. All right, kids. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to the Watch Your Mouth podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find us on iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud at Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Just use the search bar. If you'd like to see our website, which I do insist you check out, you can find us at wympodcast.com. Also, you can contact us at podcastwym at gmail.com. Enjoy your day, and thanks for fucking listening.
Hi, this is Jillian, one of the bagpipers with Haggis Rampant, and I'd love for you to listen to our new CD, Burly. This CD is a full album of traditional and modern bagpipe tunes, but with a bit of a twist. It features the Watch Your Mouth podcast's very own Ken Petrie on guitar and bass, and it rocks. Of course, you already know how awesome it is if you're listening to this podcast. Music from Burley is featured at the beginning and end of each episode. I had a blast playing the music, and I know you'll love listening to it. You can get your very own copy at cdbaby.com, either download or physical CD. If you want to know more about the band, we're at haggisrampant.com, or just like us on Facebook. Remember, the group is Haggis Rampant, and the album is Burley. Come find us at cdbaby.com. All right, welcome back for the second half of the Watch Your Mouth podcast. Thank you all for hanging around and listening to our show. Uh, we just want to get into the fact that what we're going to do now is we're going to jump into Dan's Arcade for a little bit, have some fun, and then we're going to talk about the zombie game, which we got a lot of really good entries. Thank you. A folks. lot of really good entries. Oh, yeah. Just wonderful. Just fucking great. But anyway, let's uh, let's get into Dan's Arcade and get that done so we can jump into that. Movies. Technology. Gaming. It's Dan's Arcade. All right. So we are in the Dan's Arcade. Yeah, motherfuckers. So anyway, this is going to be short and sweet because we got a lot of zombie game entries to enter or talk about. And that's fantastic. We really appreciate all of y'all on Facebook jumping in and getting serious with this. So. Well, some of them serious. Some of them are hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah. That, yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll dive into that some more in a little bit. But uh, this week coming out uh, in the theaters that I wanted to talk about. Well, first off, one movie that um, we didn't get to talk about due to the break because that's when it came out. Um, I did want to say a X-Men uh, Apocalypse is out in the theaters. I have personally not got to see it yet. I want to. Uh, I'm a big Apocalypse fan. I don't know, but uh, I've heard a lot of reviews, and uh, some people are shitting on it pretty bad. Why are they shitting on it? What are they saying about it, that they're shitting on it? I I, I don't want to look. I've been seeing just, you know, people saying, oh, Age of Apocalypse, come out. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's fucking terrible. It's like, yeah, no. So, like, you have no... Okay, so when you say... I'm only seeing the article, it it says, review, bad. Don't go see X-Men, you know, or From who? From what site? Uh, IGN is one that I, I venture onto. Game Informer is also another. And um, they both say and, it was bad? And Yahoo. Uh, I've seen a couple of different articles from different sources that say that they're they're not happy. But at the same time, I'm a big fanboy of X-Men alone. So I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't give a shit. I'm still going to see it and enjoy it did probably. You, what did you, Okay, so this will kind of sum up what you really feel about the X-Men franchise. Yeah. What did you think? Of X Men Last Stand, just be honest. Don't don't worry about what you think you want to. You should fucking say. Just say what you want to. I got to say. see the characters I wanted to see, but the story was fucking horrendous. What uh, Brett Reiner is the director? I think it was. Uh, anyway, I, I I shouldn't even mention him because what he did is a fucking bullshit amalgamation of horse crap. I, he just fucked it up. He fucked it up so bad. And Brian okay, okay, Singer okay, set it up. Okay, just, just. God damn it. But did you watch it? I watched did it. Did you like to watch no. it? Would you watch it again? No. I owned it, unfortunately, because I bought a three pack. But the thing is, is like, I was not happy with it in any way, shape, or form. So you didn't like, you didn't like Vinnie Jones' Juggernaut? 
No. You didn't like Colossus throwing Wolverine and Magneto. Not really. You didn't like seeing Kelsey Grammer as Beast. That's I did like seeing Kelsey Grammer as Beast. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I did like Kelsey Grammer's Beast. Kelsey that was Grammer's perfect. Beast was awesome. <laughs> that, was, that was perfect. That was really good. Like, you know, the casting person... Bravo, motherfucker! Because Kelsey Grammer's beast, and you got him to do it too. And he's like, oh, "I'll just do it. Why not?" Oh, this used to fit me a lot better. <laughs> nah, no, it was he, he was perfect casting, very much so. Just like Patrick Stewart as Xavier. Come right. On. Okay. Well. Okay. So I like some. If there's if if you don't think that this movie could be as bad as that, but that you hated, obviously. So right. I mean, that does kind of sum it up, though. I mean. Yeah. But you did go see First Class after that, didn't you? Yes, I And did. how great was First Class? It was really good. Right? Oh, it was really good. And then good. the next one was awesome. Yeah, no, no. I, and this one, despite all the, the kickback from Apocalypse's, like, costume. Oh, costume, and then, like, uh, I've actually heard some people are a little, you know, offended by some of the, like, scenes they've seen. And this is just going off trailers and little, you know, bits and pieces. They haven't even actually seen the movie yet. They're just talking, and I haven't even seen it. You know, mm-hmm. Psylocke's one that I've heard a little bit of people giving some crap, and I was like, "Well, Olivia Munn, she's kind of what was the crap that they were giving her?" I, I just, I need, I need more than that to so like really. So the crap that I've, I've heard is like they, they see her. And they don't believe her as Psylocke. Oh, okay. It's like they don't. <laughs> okay. They're like, see Olivia Munn. They're like, that's Olivia Munn dressed up like Psylocke. Yeah, that's that's not Psylocke. So, well, okay, so that that's exactly what happened with Batfleck. Okay, oh, okay. So I haven't yes, seen that yet. Either. That movie was bad. Yeah, but the acting itself was not that bad. The story was bad. The directing was bad. The the just like camera stuff was kind of bad. Mm-hmm. But Ben Affleck as Batman, I'm gonna say it, and there's gonna be people that hate me for this. I think he was great. He okay. is a very believable Batman for me and Bruce Wayne. Okay, and. I think that uh, Gal Gadot was great as Wonder Woman. Really? And yeah, she was wow. fine. Okay. She didn't have that many lines, and like when she was in her the the costume designer. By the way, phenomenal job on her on her costume because it is like straight out the comics, and it, but it was like it looked it's almost practical. Yeah. almost practical. Almost right. I mean, yeah, she was wearing got a lots of protection on she, there. She, well, she was. I mean, like her her she had wrist guards that like really had a prime little thing in there, um, but she's still wearing a skirt. Yeah. I don't know how that's so great that is for <laughs> but then again you know like you know i mean back in back in old old in greek times i mean those motherfuckers fought naked and shit this is true this so, is true they definitely wrestled naked this, so there's is, you yeah. know there's uh all you know whatever um but as a whole the movie's bad uh-huh so, but there are so many good parts when when the action scenes were good they were good so gotcha if even with this there are things i'm excited about oh, i'm yeah. excited to see this dude playing quicksilver again oh yes because that dude was hilarious god damn it he was great and uh like i think he, like just it, even in the trailer he kind of made me giggle yeah no he, he's just like you know yeah magneto's my father but really how, how, how was that? that? Well, when my mom and him got together, it's like, I mean, it's like, it was like, I was like, no, 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 I don't want to know that part. Calm down. Yeah. You know? So I think he's going to be fucking great. Um, Psylocke, her costume is fucking great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that definitely. And that, that was and, one of and the she things. She wanted that, to keep it kind of true to the comic. Very which, true. So if you hate her just because she's Olivia Munn, may, I think that's maybe cut her, her a little bit of slack because she was trying to keep it close to the comic. And, like, wait to see her before you start hating her. Because is she a great actress? You know, that's debatable. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not... Fuck. I mean, I'm 
I'm bad on a podcast, so how can I be a judge, a judgmental person <laughs> on someone in a, in a major bl- uh, box office production of the X Men? Shit, we're not doing any acting over here. That's for certain, you know. But uh, you know, then and, like, the little clip of Hugh Jackman with the claws, and they're like, "Oh, we got a little help." I haven't seen it yet either, but I'm seeing it. Um, by the time this show comes out, yeah, I will have seen it. Oh yeah, and I'm excited for that. Yes. I'm excited to see um, Professor X bald again. Yeah. Uh, but young. I mean, that guy's great, too. James McAvoy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. he's going to do great. I mean, the Magneto. Uh, Michael what? Fassbender. Thank you. I, yeah. I always know his name until now. I'm put on the spot. See? Bad at acting. <laughs> Michael, Michael Fassbender. He's going to be great as Magneto. Oh, yeah. The costumes. By the way, the costumes for the Four Horsemen. Great. Storm looks amazing. I, I love That's Storm. That's how I'd like to see Storm, because that is a that is a comic book Storm. Yeah, she looks mega badass. And, I, you know, the thing is, is uh, I don't know if you've seen some of the, the interviews the, with her, the actress. No, I haven't, played, I haven't uh, seen anything. She is bubbly and bright and friendly as fuck. I mean, like, I, I was like, when she started talking and how happy she was, she's like, I'm so happy to be Storm. It's such a great thing. And blah, blah. I'm like, wow, you look really pissed off throughout the whole trailer. And you are very friendly. It's It's kind of freaking me out a little bit you know but it's 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 very impressive i i i'm i'm impressed by her you know as an actress uh she's young you know and uh also i read somewhere that she tried to reach out to halle berry and halle berry was like nope yeah i i I heard holly berry is a little bit of a prima donna when it comes to storm Uh, and and that's what i i think um yeah i I don't think that went well for her but she looks amazing the mohawk the fucking mohawk she she looks she she looks already just like better than holly berry storm right already Mm -hmm. and i haven't seen shit so take that as you fucking will that's how i feel about that um and that's uh, Alexander Ship, by the way. I mean, as for the X Men outfits being looking like they're just in like some kind of paintball or like riot gear, yeah, don't really care for that. But I mean, Magneto's costume looks great. Yes, Apocalypse's obviously needs some work because he's yes, there he does resemble the bad guy from Ivan Ooze. Yes, he does re- resemble <laughs> Ivan Ooze. What? But the thing is, is like you saw that without lighting. But if you look at him now, it, he is in the blue and gray design that you see him in. And, and you know, on on set, his suit looks purple and teal and whatever. You know. But I, I, and Apocalypse is my favorite character in the Marvel universe. Really, like, as far as X Men and like, mutants. Yeah. Yes. Really. Seriously. Like, why not, is he your favorite? Why do you? Why do you hate? mutants man i don't know i'm 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 weirded out by that but i like i've always like i've seen him and like i guess it's the 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 power that he possesses just he is like a dominant figure when he is seen like you know anybody that makes cable have a little shit fit i'm like that guy can fuck with some people all right god you're a fucking nerd (laughs) all right i am i am i am and and this is the thing is like you know when i saw him Watching the cartoons because that's where I started to see Apocalypse, and I, you know, I have my Marvel masterpiece sure, collection, sure. and you know, Apocalypse at the time was like, oh, this is a cool looking car, I don't know this fucking guy, whatever. But then I saw him on the cartoon, and he was all like making, like he made Angel into the fucking harbinger of death, you know that he is, and I was like, oh wow, this guy made that guy. Dude, he's a badass. And then all of a sudden, he's like morphing in and out of weaponry on his arms, growing huge. And they're like, X Men are trying to fuck with him and they can't stop him. I was like, I want to be that guy. 
So I don't know. I don't know. I, I've always thought he was a really cool comic character. So oh yeah, he's definitely cool. It's just yeah. like as your fa- he's my favorite. Like everyone was like, I want to be Cyclops. I want to be Wolverine. I call Apocalypse. <laughs> it's like it's like you want to. I call all time villain. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the first mutant that fucking murders everybody. Uh, what? Sorry guys. You know, I'm out in the playground. We're all acting like we're being different characters. I'm gonna be a hero. I'm gonna murder everyone you love. Okay, then. No, I, I just, I like Apocalypse. I love the design of him, his character design. And, you know, I found it very flawed, but then also he thought he was righteous, you know. Yeah. So, but he's not. He's a bad guy. Most megalomaniacs are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway. But I, I can't wait to see it. It's out in theaters uh, right now, of course, and uh, I'll be checking it out as soon as possible. So anyway, but now to this week, what's coming out? Another little nostalgic co- uh, cartoon that I used to watch. On Saturday mornings, it's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Were you drinking that drink? Oh, yeah. <laughs> drinking that drink. Drinking that Saturday morning cartoon drink, watching your Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, that's why I don't remember many cartoons, kids, because I drink <laughs> I remember them being way better than they fucking were, because, woo, I was hammered. I was just like, all the colors, is fantastic, woo! And my mom would walk in, what the fuck's wrong with you? I don't know, mom, I need more drink, though. No, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I cannot wait to see this. And it's it kills me to say that. I really... Dude, no, this one's going to be a lot better than the first. I'll give you fucking that. Okay. The thing is, what I'm, I'm excited about yeah. is that, you know, I think it's calling it, it's understanding what it is. Yeah. You know, instead of trying to, like, reinvent the wheel, it's just right? going to be like, you know what? Let's do throwbacks. Let's just own it. Let's, Let's get- just make it cheesy. They thought it was bad and cheesy. Let's make it cheesier. Let's bring back the stuff that people loved about the cheesiness from the from the cartoon. God damn it. Just mi- and roll with it. And you know what sold me on it? Tell me, Dan. What sold you Bebop on Bebop and Rocksteady. When I saw them in the trailer, I was like, fuck, I have to see this movie at least twice in the theater. Fuck my life. And I don't want to I don't want to help Michael Bay make more movies. But he's just a producer. I God. he produces a lot of good stuff. <sighs> yeah, Transformers. What he did with it? <laughs> yeah, look, but it still got made, and it's like I never thought that that would actually get up on screen, and still, you know. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, anyhow, I I saw Bebop and Rocksteady. I'm like, God damn it, I love this movie already. And then, um, and then on top of it, you know, uh, lately they just uh, put up some new shots, Crane. Oh yeah, he was in the trailer and like like well, a while ago. They did show a little bit, but they didn't actually show Krang the brain. Yeah, they just showed the eye. Yeah, yeah, they just kind of gave a little glimpse of him, and I was like, now I can see the full Krang. I'm like, fuck, I'm loving this movie already, and I haven't even seen. Plus, it. Shredder looks phenomenally better already. Right, I, I I can't remember Shredder right now because I was like still nerding out. I'm like, Rock City, me, Mama, Krang, you know. Uh, but seeing those villains, that really made the factor of the turtles being giant monster hulking green yeah now they finally like before they were pretty much invincible yeah now now they're in it's a different playing field yeah oh yeah it's about to get fucking real i mean they were bulletproof i mean come on (laughs) well you know i can't say anything i don't know they're like eight foot tall covered in shell and their arms are like bigger than their fucking heads and all this shit they look they look like the hulk with a turtle shell on them all of them even donatello who's supposed to be the wimpy one and the skinnier he still looks huge compared to everyone else i I don't know 
That's just my own take on it. But uh, at least Shredder's not a giant fucking gobot. Right. Running around with magnetism knives. Yeah, which I can understand if they were magnetized knives, but the way they worked was just bullshit. I'm like, magnets don't work like that, dude. Holy fuck. <laughs> God, I've seen videos where people are trying to replicate the the Captain America shield, you know, where they're like the guy made the shield and set up like high powered magnets and like put some real juice behind them. And I mean, it's one of those things where like if you put it near it, like uh, like a foot or two out, it's not doing anything. But you get under a foot, boom, that thing is on your fucking arm. And like if you throw it up and you get close to it. Shield, boom, right there. And we'll throw that up on Facebook. I, I've already put it up there beforehand, uh, but we'll rehash that. But, you know, it, it just doesn't work like that. I mean, you'd have to be fucking Magneto to make that shit happen. You'd have to be a mutant. <laughs> yeah, a fucking mutant, okay? So, anyway, you'd be channeling your Magneto powers like crazy in that bitch. But uh, I am looking forward to this. Oh, me too. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be cool. I think uh, Stephen Amell playing Casey Jones is going to be cool. The mask looks amazing. Oh, yes. They're just capturing the childhood. And I think think they're playing up the nostalgia card with genius by them. Yeah. No, no. That's what they said. Roll with it. Roll with it. It, Even if it's bad, there's going to, you're going to get enough people in the 30s to fucking see it. Well, I'm sold. On the trailer alone, I have to go see it, you know. Bebop and Roxy. I don't oh, know. You got jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Man, he is in so many things. He's so funny, and he always plays a bit part. Yeah, like he's never a big role, but he's always been funny. Um, I've seen him on like Key and Peele. He's been on like tons of stuff, man. But I like his voice as as uh, as Bebop. Oh, uh, he's fantastic. I um, Isn't the, the now Rocksteady, okay. Um, it's a wrestler. Yeah, he is a wrestler. I'm not crazy, right? I saw, I'm like, I'm like it's I a know wrestler. that guy. Um, was Stephen Ferrelli? If we had Chris Talbert here, he would be slapping the shit balls out of us right now. If he was here from Somewhat Nerdy Radio, uh, another wonderful podcast, he would be telling us this all instantaneously. Yeah, so Stephen uh, Farley, I guess so. <laughs> Or Farley? I think it's Farley. Farley, yeah. Uh, which, you know, Maybe him it's is... Farley. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, no, that's Baxter Stockman. That's another one! Baxter Stockman's in this, too! Yeah, I'm just not a fan of Tyler Perry. Oh, well, you know what? I didn't even know that. I didn't even look at the fucking name. I just saw Baxter Stockman and got excited. So. Gary Anthony Williams. That's Bebop. Yeah, he's in, he's, tons, he's in tons of stuff. He's hilarious. Oh, he's in the Boondocks as well. Oh, okay. Oh, I've seen him before. Yes. No, you've seen him tons of times. Trust me. He that's what I'm saying. He's in everything. He always plays bit parts. Really? And he, yeah, he's typically a comedian. So oh, Okay. Okay, very cool. You know, I'm stoked to see it for the villains. That's the weirdest part. I should be really happy to see the turtles, but we uh, saw the turtles already. We want to see the villains. Yeah, I do. I really do. A fucking Krang, Bebop Rocksteady, you know, even New Shredder. You know, it's all good. I want to check it out. Can't wait. So that's coming out this week, kids. We're getting out of Dan's Arcade. Ta-ta till next time, assholes. All right. So that's Dan's Arcade's done with. I guess we're going to have to get into some of that fun stuff, right? Let's just move right on into the zombie game. Watch your mouth, zombie game. Get creative. Get prepared. Get out alive. Oh, fuck your mother. 
All right. So this time with the zombie game, I think we have the best turnout we've ever had. Holy shit. You guys rock the fuck out of this zombie game. We got some some great, some realistically some great ones, um, some hilarious ones. And oh. then we got some novelizations as well. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at you, John H. <laughs> John H. over there just like tearing up. He's like dissecting the zombie game like never before. But I liked how when he was trying to find out more about the game, he got punked out by somebody. It's like, <laughs> you're trying to ask all these guys. You're already dead. You had five minutes. <laughs> but he admits it. He he says, you know, uh, point to him, the person yeah, who, yeah. or Donald, more or less. Donald just said, yeah, you died in five minutes. He's like, all right, you win. Good job, buddy. So. I mean, there was there was some people they they reacted exactly how we wanted them to. You right. know, um, there was like still a couple people through the ceiling tiles. <laughs> yeah, it does happen every time. You and, know, you see that ceiling, you just think I'm getting out that way. Well, you know what? Maybe they didn't listen to the show, and yeah, you know, understandable. Maybe they just saw the post. They're fans, but they just haven't had time to listen to the show, and they didn't hear about Jetpack Zombie. Yeah, that's so maybe true. we'll put that in the writing next time. You yeah. try to go out through the ceiling. There's Jetpack Zombie yeah. waiting to get you. He just walks right in the room and says, well, I'm going up. Jetpack. <laughs> Boom. It's like the fucking Rocketeer got bit. Rocketeer. You know it, and it's not like he's going to get hurt by anything flying through there. Ah, just coming at you. He just wants a fucking piece of you, bro. That's all. So w- what jumps out at you right quick? Uh, critter something that i, I gotta be honest with you i really like the off the wall funny ones okay the funny ones okay. i like the funny ones okay cool L- well let's uh let's do a couple of those okay if you don't mind. okay i'll start with some of the funny ones okay, okay so dylan l writes i would use tim's lunch as bait and run he has the best sandwiches and to me that's hilarious yeah, that's <laughs> like, great because we we were talking about karen and how she was such a bitch and how we fucking hated karen's right and her tuna's fucking salad but apparently tim we didn't see tim's lunch in there he was Shit, he was hiding some good-ass sandwiches. We saw that goddamn tuna salad just went after it, but then fucking Tim's sandwiches are changing lives over here. <laughs> oh, man, what's another great one? Oh, man, where is it? William uh, M. writes, I would let them eat me. The break room where I'm working has a giant, giant cooler full of free drinks. Clearly, I've lived a full life. <laughs> you know what? You're going to go out? Just go out. Have a good time. If, he if said, that fuck was, the chopper. Yeah, if that was a fridge full of beer, I'd be in the same boat. Let's get fucked up. Just let it happen. No shit's given, man. <laughs> the zombies will get drunk from eating my flesh. <laughs> um, but my favorite, which, you know, which maybe this is why I didn't know Tim's sandwich was so good, is because, you know, I respect the break room we all fridge do. rules, which when, is... When you learn someone, about the break room... If yeah. someone labels something as their own, you don't touch it. Right. Or right. at least ask permission first. You know, like, hey, you mind if I have one of your Diet Cokes or one of your yogurts? Yeah. That you have some, like a lot of... Yeah. Ask. Just yeah. ask. Yeah. Just ask. Yeah, everyone's going to let you try it, you well, know? maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. In which case, you can't get butthurt about it. But I mean, yeah. like... But you tried. You, you tried. did ask. Yeah. Like a good person, not an yeah. asshole who just steals it out the fridge. <laughs> but my favorite, uh, Chris I writes, I would take a piece of paper, write my name on it, then stick it to my head and climb into the refrigerator. The zombies will see someone else's name on me, and they won't be able to eat me. <laughs> Break room law. <laughs> I just think that's so fucking genius. I mean, just hiding out in a fridge and I'd be over there, can't eat me. Someone else's food. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just envisioning, you know, he's sitting in there tucked away and then like somehow the zombies open the door and like look at him and then they're like <laughs> getting closer and he turns his head and taps right there on the paper. Fucking then you got that, that one douchebag. Well, that's the only one you have to, that's the one you should kill. The one that does eat someone else's lunch. Yeah. That's the one you fucking kill. And you can spot those fuckers. They're, 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 they're the shifty eyed motherfuckers who just kind of walk around very 
wait a second, is anyone watching? They're usually the loud ones. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Yeah. They get never, crazy with it? No, they're they're usually the loud, boisterous ones that are like, oh, uh, you know, go around just like, like good morning, everybody. <laughs> How are you? Hey, hey. Uh, hard at work or hardly work, and <laughs> am I right? They're those people. They're the ones that eat your lunch. Wait, wait. Well, let's not talk about that. I'm that guy. Yeah, are you that guy? I am that guy. Oh, my God. You eat people's lunches. <laughs> I don't eat people's lunches. Chris, you though. would not be safe if Dan was a zombie. Because <laughs> he would fucking eat yeah. you. If you see zombie Dan, you should fucking shoot me first or do whatever you need to, to take me down because I'm a son of a bitch. I'm that guy. I'm like, fuck your label. <laughs> I'm eating cake today. You no, know. seriously, is that you? No. It's fucked up if it is. No, I don't. I, don't I'm, I might just brain, brain you right now. <laughs> you know what actually happens? I actually bring in wonderful lunches and give them away because I, I, I eat so much leftovers. I get to a point, I'm like, I don't want this anymore, you know. I just got to share with my friends. I'm a good guy. I'm a really great guy. But I am that guy who's like living the dream. That's what I say all the time. How are you doing today? Living the dream. Well, that, well that's a good response because yeah. I don't want to go into it. Yeah. You know, which is why like like uh if someone asked me how I how I'm doing, I'm just kinda like, hey, you know, just hanging in there. Just keeping on, keeping on, you know. I'm not gonna talk about dollar. what's going on in my personal life. Yeah. <laughs> Cause let's just sit down. Let's talk about what's going on with me. Things aren't going super great right now, you know. I'm just getting over a little bit of some allergy things going on. Right. Got that post nasal drip, so I'm always like <laughs> hawking up stuff in the morning. Meanwhile, the guy you're talking to is like pacing back and forth. He's like, I was like, just gonna get uh-huh. a cup of coffee. I, I mean, bro. I was I mean, just, what the I was, fuck's this going was on? more of a passing statement. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something else. Let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> why I'm having a miserable time, motherfucker. These zombies keep breaking into our break room and stealing our shit unless it's labeled, which Chris and I figured out. <laughs> and that's all that matters. And- that's why Dan knows Tim's lunch is so fucking good. Yeah, those sandwiches. All right, what about you? What you, What about you, Dan? What's, what was your, some of your favorites? Well, you know, I the I have to say, uh, William M. The, the the fucking part where he's like, I've had a good life. You see those coolers full of drinks? I'm just gonna drink those and just let them have me. That 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 one, that one. I was like, way to go, bro. Way to go. But uh, you know, a good long one that uh, you know, somebody who has who is not a novice at the zombie game who always puts forth a good effort and tries very hard is our friend, Brett G. Brett G definitely throws it out there pretty hard. Uh, so I'm going to try and read this. Uh, so actually, if you don't mind. Oh, Carter, you want me I, to read it? Well, I'll, I'll read the first paragraph and then I'll switch off to you if that's I, cool with I you. Can, I can just read it if okay, you want. Okay, go for it, bro. Thank you. First, I take the two bottles of water and empty them underneath the door and into the hallway beyond, making sure the water spread as far as possible. Then I take the microwave and water cooler and rip the power cords out of the back of them. Strip away some of the shielding and make one longer cord. As the zombies are coming, I get one of the tables ready as a shield to keep me and the zombies in the hallway. Uh, When the zombies got to the door, with the door closed, I'd lay the stripped end of the microwave cord in the water and then stand on one of the non-conducting non-conducting plastic chairs. Nicely done. Right when the zombies got to the door, I plug in the microwave cord, electrocuting and burning up a good number of zombies that were standing in the pool of water. The fire started from the burning zombies should help to burn up more of the zombies that come up the hallway behind them, using the table as a barricade to keep the burning zombies away as I push my way down the hall. Now, he does specify, he doesn't know how well this will work against the Left 4 Dead uh, zombies, but it would work good on the Walking Dead breed. Oh, yeah. But... 
you catch zombies on fire, they're going to burn up. All right. I mean, they're dried out. You know, they're just, you know, they're in shambles, you know, unless they're in the water. I mean, fuck. Maybe you might get that one zombie who's got well, gas I mean, on him. Like, oh, shit. Well, I mean, if he catches them on fire, I mean, they're still getting electrocuted. I mean, it might paralyze their muscles for a little bit, disorient them a little yeah. so you can just at least dart past them. And then, and then actually that brings up a good point. Uh, our friend Aaron T also brought up, you know, he did, he did very similar. He grabbed the Kentwood jugs, uh, dumps it on the floor by the door, unplugs the wire from the microwave, you know, uh, cuts the, uh, uh, cut it with the pocket knife, of course, and then plug it into the back. Uh, plug it back in the wire that is, uh, and then, uh, throw the bare wires into the water and, uh, you know, stay there uh, on the counter while he's zapping the living piss out of these zombies, you know, and then rendering their muscles useless. And then he just goes over and start braining the motherfuckers one by one. I mean, that's pretty interesting. I like that. That's it. That's that's two like people right there on yeah, the comments. Yeah. Very impressed. Really, Very and, and, and we didn't touch that at all. We didn't even think about electrocution. No, we were like, we were just about like, let's get some stuff, put armor on and roll out there like fucking Vikings and beat the shitballs out of people. You know, that uh, I mean, that's how we were rolling. We also had an interesting, uh, like someone who made it very personal, like to their break room, because okay. they said it looked a lot like her break room at work. And uh, it was Jessica R., who actually was the winner of our big bag of fuck now. That is true. Very true. Which we are still waiting for that unboxing video, by the way. Yeah. We Jessica, were... if you're listening to this, we would still, you don't have to do a video, but just like a picture. Yeah. A picture would be great. Yeah, just just wearing you. the shirt, you know, that'd be nice. Shirt with the big bag of fuck now or whatever. You know, if when you got time, of course. When we... you got time. I mean, hey, she did play the zombie game, though. It's true. Kudos. Kudos, true. And she wrote a good bit. Oh, yeah. She, awesome. I mean, she does say that it uh, bears a striking uh, resemblance to where she works, which is a knitting factory? No, a quilting supply store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So she she took it very personal. And she's like, uh, they're already armed to the teeth with long brain puncturing needles on a regular basis. And I need to work them into a frenzy is a gentle reminder that the day is the last day for those 75% off quilting supply coupons. <laughs> Only good for the next hour. So apparently these zombies are still looking for a good deal. And these, I mean, old people make old zombies, right. so they're still wanting a good deal. Hell yeah. They Who still want it? their hobbies. You know what? They're just wandering around, you know, it's like 50% off, you know, they automatically turn that, I'm going that direction to eat people, you know? Maybe you never know. <laughs> she made it kind of fun. She made it kind of fun by making it personal and just attacking the fact that these old, old zombie broads still love a good deal on their quilting supplies. <laughs> That's fantastic. Just wonderful. But uh, yeah, I, I I almost like I love that people have put so much emphasis and detail into these. You guys are doing great. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, Makes ours look like a bag of shit. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, like after like. Listen to this. I like. It's like we can't handle this shit. This is this is great, y'all. You're doing wonderful. Keep up with this. Uh, we're not going to announce a winner yet. We're going to hold off because there are people still putting in entries in, uh, which we do appreciate. So continue to put them in. Share with your friends. Get them to put add theirs in there. Uh, we're going to you know kind of break this down uh, once we have Kenny back on the show because I feel Ken he need, he needs to be a part of this when we close this out. So excellent. Excellent job, everyone. Very impressed. Enjoying this very much. A lot much of so. fucking survivors out there. Fuck yeah, there's some survivors. And then some fucking witty motherfuckers over there who are surviving with their, like, 
I, the fucking the name thing that that is fucking brilliant. You know, the break room law. That is what I'm talking about. Thinking out the box, you know, I, and I like to go Hollywood. OK, I like to go fucking ridiculous, you know, blaze of glory. And I still get to the helicopter. And I still survive. Or at least in my mind, I do. But that is brilliant. Isn't I never it funny even... how you always picture yourself as a hero? In your own mind. Right. When you're always thinking. And like, so that's why, like, I always knew I didn't have super low self-esteem because mm. anytime I had a dream, I was always the badass in the dream. Yeah, yeah. Whether that pans out ever in reality, I won't know. Yeah. Until it, you know, if a zombie outbreak Or you turn out happen. to be the guy that who takes a misstep and like brains yourself on the counter and you go fucking numb and then they just eat you after five minutes. <laughs> That's probably the end of me, by the way, folks. I say I like to get a cape on, but I'm probably tying the cape, choke myself out, die on the floor, and they eat me. You're just tying the cape around your neck, just choking yourself while you're jerking off. You're like, I'm going out in style, baby. I always heard this was great. Oh, my God. I mean, I would never try that, but if I knew zombies were coming in and I didn't really have a solid plan to get out, you know what? Maybe I'd try it. It's the last time, right? Yeah. Fuck it. Get one good rub off. We'll continue to uh, add more to the zombie game as you add entries. Uh, that post is still circulating uh, as we can see. We'll so probably far. repost it. Uh, a fresh one. These these entries are great. So we're just going to, you know, just, you know, maybe I'll just pin it to the top or something. Yeah. Top of the page and see what happens. I like it. Y'all are doing wonderful. Thank you to everyone who commented. That is fan-fucking-tastic. All right. I think we're at that point. What do you think there, Critter? see that yeah 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 we had a good run yeah good run definitely definitely uh big shout out to uh eric for coming out and uh uh letting us interview him of course uh thank you everyone for listening as always to the watch your mouth podcast just again we are a swearity we uh swear because we care all right every swear word that we do we give 10 cents to a charity of our choosing or organization as you know, our current charity is the Clean Water Fund. Uh, just so you know, if you want to get in touch with us, you can contact us at podcastwym at gmail.com. If you want to check us out on our website, it's wym at podcast. <laughs> wym podcast. <laughs> dot fart. Clown penis dot fart. <laughs> You know what? You know what, Critter? You're, you're much better. No, it wasn't. It was just funny. Out. No, you were doing great. And then you you you, you stumbled yourself. That I, was, did. Like I did. You were, you were, I was like, man, he's nailing it. And then you, if you if you want to visit our website, go to WIM at podcast at clownpenis.fart. <laughs> <laughs> I've drank too much. That's the problem. That's Sazerac, man. That fucking Sazerac fucked me up. Thanks, Eric. So, bitch. WIM podcast. <laughs> Dot com. There it is. So simple, but yet so far. And you can look at us up on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. And apparently we're on Stitcher as well. Yes. Um, really, that's all I got, man. That's all. That's is, okay. that, is that everything? This is episode 46. Thank you for listening, folks. I am Dan Kirk with Critis Spears. Thank you. Fuck off. <laughs> Swearing is caring. So watch your mouth. been kind of nostalgic lately and missing the fact that i don't get my my saturday morning fix 
uh, of cartoons that I used to as a child. I thought you were going to use heroin. Ah, you know. <laughs> I don't get my Saturday morning fix of heroin anymore. Yeah. I miss that. <laughs> Making yeah. me feel a little nostalgic. God, yeah. I hate being an adult. When I was a kid, I could just shoot up heroin whenever I wanted. Why no big I? fucking deal. What I've noticed about like getting rejected. Okay, yeah. so, so there's dating rejection, which is right. tough. Oh, right? yeah. It's oh, tough. Yeah. Fuck but yeah. like when you get rejected from a job, it's like going on a date with a chick and then her telling me, no, I think I can do better. <laughs> it's like oh, that's what they say to you when you get rejected yeah. from a job. I hate to break it to you, though, but at the core, they're both the same. They are the <laughs> same. Yeah. But at least one yeah. is kind of masked a little bit better. It's I like I think we're so. looking for different things. I really like if I was an employer, I would turn down people like I'm breaking up with them. Like, it's just that I'm so busy. It's not you. It's me. It's just <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it's just it's just that, I, you know, I think that I'm looking for something different. Yeah. Then then what you're looking for yeah. at, at the at the moment. You so. got you. I have my business. You know, I, just, I, yeah. I wish you all the best in the world. If yeah. you need a referral, just talk to me. There were some girls that were in improv. And let me tell you something. Some improv girls are dorks. <laughs> and I was like, why the fuck are we watching this again? He goes, dude, 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 do it like this. Just watch the show like Scott is right. And everyone else is just stupid. Who the fuck is Scott? <laughs> Scott is the one that's married to um, fucking Courtney Kardashian. Who the Courtney? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. Like, I know a lot about I, shit I should not know about. Yeah, I know way clearly. more about. I know way more about soap operas than I care to explain. Oh god. Um, there are things that I know just because I'm around it, and like I don't like that I know it, but I know it. <laughs> But he was like Scott is married to Courtney. Can we, and he's, can we and already he's, stop? Can we turn to something else? Like uh, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm no, getting... because I don't want to know about it. I don't want to. You're vic- polluting my brain. I don't want to vicariously experience this show through your explanation. Well, if you don't know the show, it's not going to matter. Yes, it is because I will know the show even that fraction of a bit after you've explained even the slightest bit of it to what, me. What the glorious part is, Eric's one day going to be clicking through channels, nope. and I said, "Can't can he's going to go classics?" And then all of a sudden he no. says, "And Scott." And then all of a sudden he's going to hear Scott talk. It's like, these bitches are dumb. Oh, no, Critter. I don't you have asshole. With a non-commercial subscription, I still get fucking commercials through Hulu. What the fuck, Hulu? There was one guy that had like the most expensive pizza in the world and it had like shaved gold in the crust and what stuff. And it's fuck? like, people uh, are fucking dumb with their money. I, it's like, it's like you get some, so you got to do something really fucking stupid with it. You know, I just bought this uh, bald eagle liquor that was made from the young, cracked from the egg, you know, and it's been distilled for 10 they years. They took all the bald eagle bones, crushed them up, <laughs> yeah. put them in a centrifuge and spun around until they were liquid. And then we fermented that. Yeah. Yeah, for like months on months on end, even with a year the rarest fruits you can possibly find. <laughs> it tastes like absolute shit, but you know what? I drink every bit of it. And you it tastes, only, you it only tastes get two like tablespoons out of it. Like <laughs> <laughs> fuckers. fuckers, this motherfucker right here, a fucking revenant, fucking stomping your ass out of the ceiling. Get the fuck out of the way, nerds. Oh, fuck. Fuck no. It's a lot of shit. Fucking Wisconsin. Fruit juices and vegetables. Fuck uh, you. Fucking apple slices. Do you know slices? what you're gonna feel and look shitty? You can gain shit. A lot of people are into organic shit. That sounds fucking disgusting. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't fuck with gluten. Yeah, motherfucker. Just eat the fucking shit. The fucks, the shits, the piss, the fucking balls. Bullshit. Yeah. Complete bullshit. Shit house. <laughs> Bless you, you son of a bitch. Fucking rum. Cereal.
cereal and doing shit. Fuck you. Motherfucker. You fuck Saturday <laughs> night grape nuts. Listen to this shit on my own fucking show. I don't give a fuck about Scooby-Doo. You're giving me shit? Piss water. You fucked up something over there. I, can I see did right fuck now. it up. Shit, man. God damn it. So shitty. Not getting into shit. Fucking nine iron. I don't have cable, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on that fucker. It's a place to dump your old shit. Whatever the fuck you want. Food-oriented shows and shit like that. Fucking assholes. Fuck! We're gonna survive if we don't. We find new fucking jobs.